Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I think, at least I'd like to think, that programs like this one are comfortable space for people to come and talk about the menopause. There's a professor in America, or I beg your pardon, in Australia, in the University of Melbourne. She's Professor Martha Hickey, um, Professor of Obstetrics and Gynecology, however, and she's been pushing back a little at the way we're talking about it these days. And she says that while most while some women experience troublesome symptoms during menopause, that most women are fine. And she said, menopause is a natural process which is now being medicalized by the media and by the medical profession. God, you know what? If the cat had kittens, the media would get blamed for it. Uh, <laughs> she really would. We really would get the blame for it. But let's let's put those points to Kate Muir, uh, who you may know. She's the author of Everything You Need to Know About the Menopause, and she was the producer of Davina McCall's Menopause Documentaries. What do you make about uh, Professor Hickey's pronunciations, Kate? Good morning. Good morning, and lovely to hear men talking about the menopause too, because it's such a shared experience for us all, isn't it? As you know, sons, Indeed. daughters, wives, husbands. Um, I was I was horrified to see that in the BMJ, uh, you know, serious medical journal, and she's saying we need to normalise the menopause. We don't need to talk to the medical aspects of it. And she cited a bunch of studies that were from the 1980s, and actually, because no one was that interested in the menopause till recently, no one did proper research into it and when we were making the last Davina McCall program we did a giant poll the biggest poll that's ever been done in the UK of 4,000 women and we asked them about their symptoms and what they felt so this is from the women's point of view and I'll just tell you what it said it said and we asked women between 45 and 55 so that's yeah. perimenopausal coming into menopause and then the ones whose periods have stopped so we're, we're, we're covering that 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 transition period 84 percent said they weren't sleeping properly 69 percent said they had anxiety and depression 73 percent had memory problems and brain fog 66 percent had sore and stiff joints never mind the 70 percent who got the hot flushes that we know about anyway yeah. um but it's those invisible symptoms that women have stayed silent about all this time and we asked them and they answered and I think that's what we're seeing is people you know particularly you know women who've had tough lives and raised children and multitask they're going well I'll just cope with this too 
And you think, well, do we need to cope with it? Or is there a better way? And do we need to suffer? Yeah. Uh, Professor Hickey was reflecting, I think, an older way of thinking when women, just like you said, got on with it because A, they didn't feel comfortable speaking up about it. So they just, like many Mm -hmm. other things in their lives, they just soaked it up. But secondly, there really wasn't anything you could do about it back then. You're right. That is so the point. And that is what has changed in the last few years. Because when even when I I was going into sort of menopause myself a few years ago, I thought, I'm not touching that HRT stuff because I'll get cancer. That was my basic thought. And, you know, then once once I'd actually, I had a lot of brain fog and memory problems. And the minute I took HRT, they went away. And that was Mm. really important. And then I, I started researching into it and thinking, why didn't I know anything about this? And then I discovered there are two kinds of HRT. There's the old stuff that was synthetic and sometimes made from horse urines and synthetic progestins. And there's the new stuff, which is a body identical copy of your own hormone, looks exactly the same kind of under a microscope. And it's made from, extracted from yams. It's a plant-based hormone. So you're replacing your hormone with your hormone in, you know, a Mm. gel or a patch or whatever it is. And that is incredibly safe. And the best news that's come out, in fact, since we've made the program, I'm pleased to be able to announce it on your program too, is there was a huge study of half a million women in the UK data bank because we keep all their prescription records. And they went through and looked at the ones that had breast cancer and the ones that didn't in this half million group. And the ones who were on the new HRT, the body identical plant-based HRT, which you can get on the NHS in Britain and in Ireland, um, did not have an increased risk of breast cancer. So that's yeah, I think that, that myth has been busted, I think, to be fair. Yeah, and, but yeah. that that's also a really big number. It's not just a wee tiny study. And so I think we can say to women, there is good stuff out there. If you don't want to suffer, you don't need to suffer. And also it's going to protect your long-term health because it prevents osteoporosis. It helps yeah. your bro- your bones grow back. And, you know, one in two women have got osteoporosis and are falling over and breaking their hips. Yeah. You know, and we, why we, do we have to suffer that, you know? We spoke on the program here in recent months, Kate, about the availability or lack thereof of some of the key medications, there is a shortage at the moment. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And what's happened is that uh, we discovered that since we made the program, uh, prescriptions certainly in the UK have gone up by 42% 
which is unprecedented in almost any any area. And people obviously want the good safe stuff and they're changing over to the safer stuff. Um, and the manufacturing literally can't keep up. And I know the people who make the gel have now uh, bought a new factory and are, are, are opening it and, and putting it over to producing the gel. But the government didn't look ahead. And also, you can buy this in Europe. There are people going on their holidays to Spain and coming back with 10 packets over the counter. Right. So if the NHS and the, the governments are willing to pay a little bit more, and we could buy it on the European market and help these women and obviously they won't be going back to their doctor 10 times with sore joints or depression because mm. they'll have got and you know hrt relatively cheap medicine it's not you know mm -hmm. it's about you know eight eight pounds a month or something but compared to someone falling apart you know yeah, it, it shouldn't have to be anything thing. like as expensive or yeah. hard to get as it yeah. as it is another group of of women uh, are yeah. young women who for any reason for example, chronic endometriosis or something like that, yeah. have had hysterectomies at a very young age. I have a, I have a good friend who had a hysterectomy, full hysterectomy at 28 and went Aww. straight into menopause. And, and, you know, there's lots of people out there and, and it's, a, it's a hard, hard time. It is absolutely, it's an absolute car crash, isn't it? And it is, it's not going through it gently, but losing all those hormones at once. It's like going cold turkey from heroin or something like that. You know, it's horrendous. And people think they're going mad and they feel suicidal. And it really, really is an incredibly difficult time. And the day women go in for their hysterectomy, they should be handed, you know, estrogen, progesterone, and particularly for young women, testosterone, which is the third hormone and the hormone women make most of. And at that age, they really need it. And they have much more than older women. And they don't get given that as a, as a normal package. And I remember being on a radio show in Ireland, actually, a, a big phone-in after uh, the first Davina McCall documentary. And woman after woman rang in and said, 20 years ago, I had a hysterectomy. I haven't been able to work since I've been at home. I've now realized what my missing hormones were doing to me. And you think there's a whole generation of women, you know, who were terrified of breast cancer and doctors who obviously not their fault, but they were. And, and there's that generation that have just been kind of wiped out and thrown aside and had really tough times and they yeah. didn't need to. And, and, you yeah. know, we mustn't let that happen to the 28 year olds like your friend coming through because it, it doesn't need to happen. You know, it's not rocket yeah. science either. Your hormones are missing. Have some back. You know, yeah. a 12 year old uh, will tell you that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a strong message as well, I think. And in total contrast to what uh, Professor Hickey from Melbourne was suggesting. Yeah, yeah, fine. And I take the point she makes that a lot of people are grand and it doesn't become a problem. But for those for whom it does become a problem, we should give it the attention it deserves, put everything they could possibly want at their disposal, and treat it mm. just like any other thing we would treat. If you know, any, like any other kind of chronic condition that lasts for a couple of years, or however long it lasts, yeah. we would treat it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I have to say, and this, this might sound strange coming from a man, I thought Professor Hickey's remarks were ridiculously out of touch. Why would you just suck something up when you can sort it out? 
<laughs> I love that. We should get a sticker that says, why would we suck it up when we can sort it out? And, <laughs> and I also think it's so important and, and I, uh, to bring men into this conversation, to which we haven't enough so far. And I'm going to do that in the next documentary because we're making a third documentary. But one of the things we're going to talk about is relationships. And obviously, when those hormones suddenly disappear, lots of women do not want to have sex. And in our poll... 54% had lost interest in sex in their late 40s and early 50s. And, you know, if we're all going to live to be 83 or 90, that that's a lot of years that, that are missing yeah. that we shouldn't miss out, you know? Yeah. And I but, wonder, you know, you not, know, not what, to put light on it either, Kate. men on that, you know, yeah. yourself and, not, you know, Not to put light to on it, that. there's a lot of men... Sorry, there's a delay. There's a lot of men, and I know probably one or two of them listening here, that, that they're living with someone that, that they love very much, but, but God Almighty, at the moment, they can't predict them from one end of the day to the other. It's just <laughs> nature. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. don't hate you I all know. of a sudden. It's just nature. Yeah. No, but it's so worth knowing, but also so worth knowing, and, you know, you're a morning show, but let's use the word vaginal estrogen. And Go that on. is so fantastic, so safe. You pop a little bit up and, you know, it means that everything is really healthy and juicy and your vagina is fine and it's fantastic and you will be much happier having sex. And it's cheap as chips, you know, and you can ask your doctor for it and it makes a huge difference to women's, um, you know, and it also helps with urinary tract infections too. So it's a kind of super win-win that for everybody concerned and anyone who wants to ride a bicycle, you know, a lot. You know, it really, really... And, you know, we, 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 we don't like to mention those things, but, my God, it's important, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's part of your day every day and there's yeah. a really simple solution. And the more we can normalise it and make it ordinary and that men and women can talk about that together... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it probably save us all from divorce, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a quick question, Kate, before I let you go. Eileen has been on to know, is it still okay that you, can you still get sweats in your 60s? Yes. And I've got in my book some women in Sweden who are 85 and 16% of them were still getting night sweats and hot flushes in a Swedish study. So, um you know, and, and also you can start HRT very gently, a little bit at a time later in life. You know, okay. lots of people do go in and start it in their 60s. So, yes, I'm afraid, okay. you know, some of us are unlucky. Okay. Well, seeing as this program is, uh, we make it a safe space for people to talk openly and very honestly about menopause. I'm, I'm sure we will speak again, Kate. It's been a pleasure to have you on The Opinion Line. Kate Muir, who's the author of Everything You Need to Know About the Menopause and the producer of Davina McCall's documentaries. And a third one on the way dealing with how men handle this. Quartz 96 FM.